and pop culture a riverdale recap podcast i'm maya and i'm luke and we're here to discuss all things pop culture and dissect the wildest show on tv so back for another riverdale episode um yes not the greatest episode ever i don't know well i feel like no, you were definitely not you were very excited going into this episode um, well i was excited to to get a more satisfying reunion and we we did not get that at all. And they even, I mean, I feel like they even say in the episode that when they were sitting there at Pops, they were talking about saving Riverdale rather than their lives and like for the past up. seven years because that was easier to talk about. It was less awkward. Um, but that's really, <laughs> I feel like, <laughs> what, I, what I want. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and th- there were like a few scenes where they were all together, but like, a good portion of the episode was them sort of split up and and doing things, not just like hanging out. And when looking back on this episode, there are actually some things that I liked about it. But watching it, I, it still feels like the time jump hasn't quite found its footing, and it doesn't. I don't know. It feels like there's like something lacking, and I was trying when I I was thinking about this, and I was trying to decide if Riverdale always just feels like there's something lacking, or if this is a result of the time jump, and I wasn't sure. Yeah, I mean, one thing I'll say is watching this episode, like I kind of was waiting for it to start, and then the episode ended. It was like, oh, that was like it's over, and yeah. I feel like not that much. Like a lot of things happened, but also I was like didn't feel like there was much of like an arc of the episode or it was just like a lot of the things were happening and I it sort of ended and I was like oh I didn't even realize we were like done with it but it was it was the shower sex episode that Barchies have just been like very excited on Twitter for for a long time so that was notable I guess um I yeah, can't go on Twitter. Kind of a big deal. I can't. This is the first episode this season where I can't go on Twitter and be like, "Oh, poor Barchies aren't getting their content because they <laughs> did finally get their content." Um, and oh, just a little bit later, I was a little surprised by my reaction to this. Yeah. Well, maybe we should. We should we start should with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, Archie, we'll we'll talk a little bit about the whole like ghoulie house raid in a second (laughs) but after raiding archie's old house um and getting rid of all the ghoulies in there uh archie and betty just kind of pretty spontaneously um have sex in the shower and yeah it was there was like no build-up at all it was just like bam if this is happening. Yeah, which I think was actually the way... I think that actually worked. Yeah, because um, I feel like... I mean, I feel like they are... They're, I don't think they have the potential to have, like, a long-term relationship. So I feel like... Or, like, a well-functioning long-term relationship. Yeah, so it really it wasn't Making based it more on, spontaneous is better. Yeah, it wasn't really based on, like, their, like, deep emotional connection... And 
I think it worked because now they're adults and they hadn't seen each other in a long time and I, and I feel like it kind of just like actually made sense for the moment and afterwards I feel like they were kind of sitting in Archie's house and just kind of laughing about it and like oh ha, ha, ha. like what did we do and I think some people probably like may interpret that scene as like oh my god they're in love with each other but I which... feel like they're like very obviously not in love with each other and that's what makes it um more realistic and And they talk about how they they're not going to tell veronica and jughead because why would they and they haven't dated them for seven years like and it's like it doesn't seem like they're in a serious relationship either it's not like they're like trying telling them this like big news that's like it's just not as but we know we know that they're gonna they're definitely gonna find out at some point i think that might be a a plot line of the next episode because now Jughead is Archie's roommate in his in his old house. So, well, the question is I whether or not this relationship like or this like them hooking up continues, which I'm assuming it will. I uh, yeah, I think it definitely. Like, I think they're definitely going to do a, a friends with benefits thing for a while, and I I don't know for sure. I think that it could potentially lead into an actual relationship and i will say i so i i thought that teenage archie and betty there was no chemistry that was just like the most boring thing ever that didn't make any sense to me but i could actually sort of like i never Whoa, thought I going this. against <laughs> <laughs> but i could sort of like who they are as adults and I think they're both, they both have a lot of trauma and they both have a lot of stuff they have to deal with and they might not really be ready for a relationship, especially with each other at this point. But who they are as adults, I feel like is way more compatible um, than who they I feel are like, as teenagers. I feel like especially like Archie has like, well, I, I don't know. It's weird because I feel like in some ways Archie has not matured and he's like the same character he is. But I also do feel like he feels like a bit more... I don't know, like an adult in some ways. And so I feel like in that sense, the relationship works a bit more for me. Mm-hmm. And right now I'm definitely not shipping Bughead and maybe that'll change. Oh well, yeah, because also sure Jughead, oh yeah, the other thing but... is that Jughead is like a really annoying character now. So it's like Betty deserves better than Jughead. So at this point, like Archie's mm-hmm. the alternative. <laughs> And but, Betty isn't the same person that she was in high school either, so I feel like who she is now actually, I don't know, maybe works better with Archie, but may, I don't, I, that might be. But I feel like Jughead has to become more likable at some point in this season, because right yeah, now, yeah. this is not, like, he's not doing great. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't know exactly what I'm rooting for at this point, but I do think, I don't think I'm actually rooting for Bughead and varchi endgame because i think that's just kind of boring for them to return to their high school well i feel like we uh, need relationship to, they need to be apart for longer and then it, to return back yeah like it's we'll a more in, oh. like long-term inevitable thing not like in the moment it's happening right now i i also decided literally just like a couple minutes ago i was thinking about this and we'll talk a little bit more about what's going on with veronica later but i think i'm i'm shipping reggie and veronica this season i'm fine with that i mean because like 
do we really need we don't need Archie and Veronica to get back together we really don't but it's like and an I inevitable think, thing I think that's gonna happen I don't know because it's not like there are that many loyal or maybe that's wrong but I, I feel like uh Varchie isn't like a a huge very but it's just like they've been together for so long of the fan base but, but i mean if riverdale goes to... on for like five more seasons then who knows because oh, then, then there could be more more uh, time but, with them apart than they are together so who even knows? but in the one scene where she interacted with reggie i felt like there was oh, a the lot in, of chemistry the there and it would be they had it'd be such umbrellas. an interesting relationship well yeah i like the relationship um back when it was i don't know in season two or three i like them together I feel like they had an yeah. interesting working relationship together. And now with, like, Reggie being... Her dad's... Hiram Lodge's... Whatever. Whatever he is for him. Um, that's That'll definitely cause a lot of tension, but I an think it's actually layer. interesting. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, should we get on to whatever Archie's going on in Archie's house? Yeah. <laughs> so, I guess Archie's house... Did his mom move away? It's, like, unclear to me exactly what happened there. Yeah, but it seems his, his mom doesn't live there. I wonder if they wrote uh, her off the show. Molly Ringwald off of Everyone's the show. Everyone's leaving the show. It's kind of sad. But um, anyway, there's tenants in Archie's house. So I guess supposedly Archie still owns his house, but they have tenants. Who, who well, is... I think his mom, his mom owns the house and she's yeah. renting so it out. So she's renting it out from wherever she is. And... Currently, it's rented out to a bunch of ghoulies, I guess. So, so if you remember them from... They're basically just, like, using it as, like, a drug... I don't know. Operation Den, den house. Um, jingle Jangle is back in full force. Um, and so they're just... It's just out in it. the open. Not even trying to conceal anything. It's just, like... Well, they kind of conceal it a little bit. Well, at the... When Reggie comes, but... Yeah. So basically they Archie finds out that they're doing drugs in their house in the house by looking through Betty's from Betty's window with his binoculars. And I guess he's on a mission to save Riverdale. So part of that is taking over his house and getting rid of all the drugs. So he does something with Reggie where they like I I was so confused by this because Reggie is not like part of the police. Yeah. Right. So well, it seems like maybe he called the mayor's office. I uh, guess which is Hiram. That, and, sent, and Hiram. I sent mean, I don't Reggie. know why he would. Wouldn't he call Sheriff Keller? That would make more sense. But anyway, I guess Reggie and Archie yeah. go to investigate. Probably just an excuse to get Reggie some screen time, and then they look, but they don't find any drugs. But then. I guess they have enough suspicion. Well, they know that there are drugs there. They just couldn't find it in that one moment. So then Betty, who has FBI training and an FBI jacket, get like get a whole team of people and they do like a FBI style drug raid of Archie's house. And they like instead of just entering through the front door or something, they like they bust do a lot of breaking things. And I'm like, this is yeah. Archie's house. Like, he has to live here. Why are you destroying everything? And <sighs> it's unclear whether this is an FBI-sanctioned raid or 
they're just pretending to be the FBI. They're just pretending to, because that's very... I mean, it, it's problematic either way. <laughs> but if... One way's a lot more illegal not than good the news other. for Betty if if she's pretending this is official FBI business and it's not. And also... She's, like, abusing her power. They get Kevin to come with them, and Kevin just looks so out of place in, like, that's the FBI, it's right? Funny. And it's um, really But funny. actually, really quickly, back to the Reggie thing... It did, it seems like, my theory is that Reggie called these people and notified them beforehand and was like, hide all your drugs or get rid of them or something, because when they left, Reggie kind of gives them this look. Oh. I don't know. So Reggie's working with the ghoulies, maybe? Well, Hiram Hiram Lodge Oh yeah, Hiram's probably is. So, that's just my theory. Also, this episode... Because of the Archie and Betty, like, uh, relationship that's starting, like, Archie is sort of replacing Jughead as, like, the investigator, and he's just a much less convincing investigative team yeah. member with Betty. <laughs> so I'm not as thrilled that he is taking on that role. But anyway, they find all the drugs. They, like, what do they even do with the ghoulies? I don't even know. Um, I, they kicked them, them all leave. out. <laughs> I don't. Is there any exactly. repercussions? Because it's unclear if this is actually like a state-sanctioned drug raid or if it's really just like a. We want you to leave. Yeah, but the reason that Archie was able to get Betty support in all of this is he saw Polly there, and throughout this. I mean, we haven't seen Polly in a long time. And also Juniper and Dagwood made an appearance in this episode. And we were like, have they aged at all? Because they didn't yeah. really age in, in no, but the original they have, they have. Well, okay, so they have aged, but not the amount that they should have aged. They look like they're like five years old. And they. we were talking about this. They should be like eight or nine ten or eleven well because it's seven years from the time jump and then the kids were born like in the f- season one season, season two two yeah at the beginning of the which show. is like when they were juniors in high school or sophomores in high school because they start the show sophomore year so they would have been juniors in high school maybe so it's like two years added on maybe two and a well half. no because remember the first season i think is like it's the first the so- two seasons both take place in sophomore year. Oh yeah, yeah. So they should be three years older. So yeah, so three plus so seven. They should be 10. like ten. Which means that so then they're having a whole conversation about like Polly like going out and whatever. Betty's like accusing her of something, and I'm like, these kids should like be able to understand what's somewhat what they're having a conversation yeah. about. Yeah, but but Archie saw. Polly in the ghoulie house and I guess it was at a time where she said that she was at work and she worked at this sort of sketchy bar I think yeah at night um but then Betty called the place and Polly hadn't worked for them for a year and what it it almost seems like to me that maybe Polly was like a sex worker or something and that's she wasn't telling Betty that because it seems like she was doing something to earn money or maybe she was 
a drug dealer or something. Yeah, I feel like um, they're making it seem like she's a drug dealer based on the way they that she's hanging out with the ghoulies. But I yeah. guess they're also saying like she has some sort of money, some sort of income source that we don't know because and it clearly she doesn't work like at this restaurant. Alice knew what she was doing and and wasn't yeah. telling um Betty, but I'm I'm not entirely sure, but I mean, this is yeah. the end of the episode, but I guess we could talk about it briefly. Now it, it ends with Polly at, on the road where that other girl seemingly about was to get murdered, murdered in that episode. Yeah, so it seems like Polly might. Be Which that's like is sort dead. of sad. I am kind of sad about that, but also one thing that I was just like, well, they definitely did a good job of making Polly look older. I feel like. Some of the main four, like, they look the exact same. But Polly, like, definitely looks aged. Um, and also, she just looks so similar to Betty and Alice. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, like, kind of crazy how similar she looks to them. But anyway, that's not that important. <laughs> so, anyway, Polly is back. Where was Polly at the end of the last season? Like, what was she doing? I don't even remember. I don't know. But for some reason, she's back. But what we... I guess what we know about Polly is that she has been affected by... You know, she stayed in Riverdale and she's been affected by it in a way that uh, Betty going off to Yale and then going off to the FBI has not. So there's... Well, it seem, there's something that happened between them that created tension that we don't know, but it seems like there's also this tension because... Because Betty left. Betty left and she's gotten away and she's living this, I don't want to say good life, but... She's not affected by, like, the downfall, or the downturn. Yeah, in a way that that Polly very much is. Yeah, so there's definitely, like, that sort of tension um, that is fueling their relationship. (sighs) So, yeah. Um, What other things happened in this episode? Well, Oh, I guess this... The school. There's the school stuff, but we can also talk about... I mean, Jughead and Veronica both have their own... Things going on. lines. Yeah. Should we start with Veronica? Sure. So... Uh, So Veronica goes to Hiram for something. Oh, because... Well, because Veronica thinks that um, Chadwick, her husband, is like... Well, she knows that he's like... Um, keeping tabs on her in ways that well, yeah, she doesn't he, like because he's threatened by her. So he, fr- he froze all their credit cards so she couldn't she, access she, her money. Yeah, and she's having all these Zoom calls <laughs> with various well, yeah, people. She's, she's trying to get a a new job in L.A. So she was or something. going to go be yeah. like a sports agent in L.A. or something. Like what? But then something her credit cards froze so then she goes to Hiram yeah someone's following her so then she goes to Hiram and she's like I want you to help me in this my relationship because he is um like I don't know he's threatened by me and if you like threaten him then he'll be put in his place and we find out that Hiram never, or Veronica never even told Hiram that she got married in the first place. 
So yeah, their relationship has so, been very distant. The, these yeah, past unlike seven her, years, it seems unlike like. her relationship with Hermione, she has had like no relationship with Hiram basically. Um, so that's interesting, but Hiram basically refuses because he's still bitter over her basically hiring people to beat him up and then not helping him when he was all beaten up, which happened a few episodes ago. So, but seven years. I ago. mean, seven years ago, but <laughs> we just saw that like a few episodes ago. So, I mean, I kind of understand where Hiram is coming from. He's sort of over their relationship. Mm-hmm. Um. So he says no, and Veronica ends up selling all of her jewelry at a pawn shop. She also purchases a gun, I guess. Well, and a car and... too. She buys a car. And from she buys Reggie. A ca- but wait, didn't that not work out? Oh, I don't know. I thought she was trying to buy a car and then he said no or something. Well, Maybe. That wouldn't make sense. I don't, I don't know. know. She seems Veronica's like she needs plot cash. lines often like don't make sense to me. <laughs> she needs cash because she has no credit cards. So Also, oh, another thing that I was confused about is where is Veronica staying? At the five seasons? Because she's not staying with Hiram, is she? I don't know. Maybe Hiram has a new place and she... No, because she was staying at her old place, it seems like. Well, yeah, it did, but then... Yeah, which Smithers, who I thought was dead, so... (laughs) I I swore he got killed at some point, but I guess not. But... So then where is Hiram staying? Oh, maybe Hiram's staying in, um... What's the new place called? Sodale? That would make sense, I guess. That would make sense. But Hiram's Um, office, I feel like, looked like his old office. I don't know. Something's fishy going on there. But it's probably not actually... doesn't mean anything. It's just inconsistencies with the plot. Veronica does call Chadwick at one point, and she's basically like, I know what you're doing, and you have 30 minutes to unfreeze my credit card because, like, that's my money, and... So, yeah. seems like maybe she'll get her money back, but it also seems like the end of their relationship, and I actually didn't think it would end this quickly. Yeah, it's ending... Well, and then also, another thing that happens in this episode is they all decide that they're going to stay in Riverdale a bit longer to, like, help do whatever they're doing. Oh, because yeah, they all yeah. become teachers, which we'll talk about in yeah. a second. But... We'll get into that. So, Chadwick, I'm sure, is not happy about that, so that's sort of just adding fuel to the fire. Um, then Jughead. Yeah. So Jughead is still broke. The debt collectors have now followed him to Riverdale. Um, so he is asking Tony for a job. There's some like bad blood there because he like sort of abandoned the or no he like wrote about the serpents in his novel even though he didn't like explicitly say they were the serpents. He like and they weren't. Because it they seems like in that nice his way. novel was a semi-autobiographical novel about all the things year, that happened in, in Riverdale. And, which I really hope it wasn't marketed, I really hope it was marketed as such and it wasn't just like, oh, this original novel. Um, yeah. Well, I, we But, <laughs> yeah, whatever. Not, I, I, don't think, I, don't, I don't think they're selling the novel anywhere. I don't think yeah. the novel itself is actually. Um... But, yeah, they're not happy with the portrayal of the 
motorcycle gang that's loosely based or not so loosely based on the serpents in the so tony doesn't actually give him a job at the white worm so then he also goes to um tabitha tate who is the new the new um the waitress who's taking who owns i guess um pops and she's because pops is pop pop is retiring and she's pops granddaughter so she's taking over and she asks her for a job and initially she says no but then there's like this whole scene where the debt collectors are coming and he has to hide under the the count like behind the counter of pops while the debt collectors are searching for him and so then she's like okay maybe you actually do need the money so then she gives it she allows him to have a job so now he works there Mm-hmm. And also, I think Tabitha, who I actually like as a character, I feel like she's like good. Um, she's like on the new cover of the Riverdale, like poster. So I feel like mm-hmm. she is like becoming a major character and potential love interest for Jughead. Oh maybe. yeah, I was. We don't know. Yeah. I'd be fine if it was just like a friendship. I feel like it could be a good friendship, but we'll see. Yeah, I don't know. They, it seemed um, like they were hinting at it a little bit. But uh, Jughead also gets a call from his agent, I think, who that guy is. Yeah, and he he wants him to write about kind of like I guess they sort of allude to Hillbilly Elegy in a book in that similar style about everything that's going on. Basically, it's. Riverdale. A town that's like fallen into disrepair, or like everyone is like sad, or like I don't. Know. Yeah, so but basically, like, like describing Jughead's exact situation. Yeah, so he's like, it's perfect that you're in Riverdale because this kind of book is really popular, popular right now. So if you want to save your career, you have to write this book. And Jughead hesitates a little bit i think especially after his interaction with his with the serpents he doesn't want to exploit riverdale for his book um but he also is broke and he needs to save his career so he agrees to it i think but that's definitely going to be a point of tension yeah in this season i'm sure we'll see yeah and then well we can get to well so then there's like a going away party for pops which was um, or like the retirement party and oh, Jughead gives Jughead gives a speech that. at it, which I guess is supposed to be like really touching and meaningful. Cause that's like why they're there in the first place, I guess, is to celebrate well, Pop's the, retirement. The reason that Archie tells them to Yeah, come I mean, it was like a very minor scene, so clearly not that concerned with it. But then also one thing we were wondering is like, I guess... Do they not all realize that he's like broke because he's working at Pops now? Like they all, yeah, see him wearing he, his uniform because he's like he, been telling them he's been staying at the Five Seasons. Yeah, but clearly he's who broke. knows. Um. Anyway, but now do we have to talk about oh, everything God. that's going on with Riverdale so, and Riverdale High? The one thing that's fun about this plotline is that they brings together some like very strange characters that you would never see interact before like tony and alice like don't think i've ever seen them (laughs) interact in this show before so at least they're like working together because pretty much they're like running the town at this point um 
And I guess Alice is now very involved. I mean, she's always been involved, but she does have some stake in, like, the school because of her grandchildren. And she's on the school board, I think. Uh, yeah, maybe. I mean, what else does she have to do? Oh, also, last episode we were questioning why Alice would even stay in Riverdale in the first place. But I guess because Polly's there, then there's, like, some interest. Oh, Juniper and Dagwood need her. Yeah. So... She has some reason to stay in um, in Riverdale. But anyway, what is even going on with the school? So Hiram is trying to... Well, Hiram's, like, trying to take all of the money from the school board budget. Mm-hmm. And do something with it, I guess. I don't... Well, it's what he's been doing part for of a while. Part of his plan, his evil Yeah, plan trying to, to, like... Take all the money away from from Riverdale, Riverdale. and so yeah, he's continues to cut the funding for the school. And Kevin was saying like he teaches like five different (laughs) subjects. Yeah, the teachers they don't have enough teachers, Uh, so they're trying to talk about what to do. And also, that's like a big building. I'm sure that can't. It's probably an old like building. It's probably expensive to Mm -hmm. keep that going. And they, I don't remember the exact order of of how all this goes down, but I think Archie's like, well, what if we were the teachers? And they're like, well, you don't have an education degree. Well, I actually don't think they say that. They're just like, they're bigger concerns. They say like you can't teach at public school. Oh, that's why they have to make it a private school. Yeah. So Oh, I missed that. They have to, um, they're like, cause I, I mean, I guess at this point, I, I don't think the process for making a public school <laughs> private is probably that easy. Well, except maybe after they unincorporated the town, but we'll, we'll, we'll get to all that in a second. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they're like, we're going to make, I guess, cause they're already losing all their money. So they were like, if we get a private donor, then we can privatize the school and then you all can be teachers because at a private school, I guess they don't need an education degree to be teachers. They're so, not concerned about the fact that an education degree might actually just be a helpful thing to have as teachers. <laughs> yeah. But, so you know, that so happens. Yeah. And Cheryl, So then there's like a whole school. Well, yeah, they convince Cheryl too. Well, yeah, Tony convinces Cheryl to do it. Somewhat emotionally First, manipulates her, but yes. Yeah, she, like, totally guilt trips her, but also sh- Cheryl's reason not to is that she's spending all her money on renovating her house because <laughs> Which is somehow a dumb that's going to, like, absolve her She's like, from, I know like, you think you're cursed, but... Blossom you... sins, so... Yeah, so, I mean... Who knows? Probably, Cheryl... probably for the better that she's emotionally manipulating her, at least. Yeah. Because this is a better use of her money. Um, so, anyway, then there's this whole board school board meeting, which is the scene that all four of them are, like, sitting in the school board meeting and people on Twitter were like, oh, my God, like, Betty and Archie are sitting next to each other. They look like parents at a PTA meeting. So that's where we get that. Even though Archie's wearing a El Royale sweatshirt. Um, (laughs) So they, I guess, have a vote. And they vote to privatize the school. And it passes. Or wait, do they vote to privatize the school? No, I think, or, they, or, I think they might just announce it. 
Well, and... Tony Tony gives this like whole speech that's like very like moving and blah 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 like about I don't know something. Yeah, I actually I don't think that they vote. I think it it was already decided, and she's just telling everybody about it. Yeah, and Hiram's and... like ha ha ha. Okay, like good one. But then he's like, we're gonna vote to whether or not to um, what is it? Unincorporate the Unincorporate town. Riverdale, which you um, can explain a little bit in a second. But basically, they just vote right there at, like, five seconds later that he's like, okay, we're going to unincorporate Riverdale. And then they're like, okay, let's just vote. And then, like, it passes. And you're like, bam. Riverdale's, yeah. like, well, no it, longer in existence anymore. When he proposed the vote, everyone seemed surprised. But he gave everyone, like, two seconds to think <laughs> well, about it. Well, clearly he brought a bunch of people to the meeting to vote. Who are probably but also, from yeah, that's just not Sodale. how, like, it's just like that it didn't make any should sense. work. Like, just like that's a really big decision at the town meeting. Because I was when we were watching, I was talking about how in Veronica Mars, when the mayor was trying to incorporate a town, um, it was like a citywide vote where there was like this whole like campaign and it like you know whole like month long or months long campaign um but then luke was like oh it's more <laughs> like a gilmore girls style town hall vote. meeting um, but even then in gilmore girls like they would notify everyone about it beforehand and people and they would, would like, ta- know they to would come spend, to like, the meeting and they would debate it them. and there would be like people like saying things on both sides like it yeah. would be a long thing but I guess they just needed to, like, move along with that. But also we knew that was going to happen because they literally say that in the trailer. So, I mean, it wasn't, like, a surprise. It wasn't, I guess, if they were going to make it this whole long campaign, they wouldn't have told us the result of it in the trailer. Yeah. But would you like to explain what unincorporating a town is? <laughs> I will try. Um, And so I'm probably, I did some light research on what, incorporation and unincorporation means but like if you know this like please like tweet at us and correct <laughs> us because we're probably gonna get this horribly wrong <laughs> but the so from what the my impression from like what the show was saying is he wanted to unincorporate the town so that it no longer received like either state or or maybe and federal funding or, or federal funding. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, but when I was just doing like some very, very light research on um, what it means to be like an unincorporated town, it seems like an unincorporated area doesn't have a local government. And there are a lot in the U.S. Like it, it was talking about how like in Los Angeles County, there's a lot of unincorporated neighborhoods. So they're not, I guess... Oh, well, that's actually no a little. I think that's partially because of like the school districts. Oh. Like, there's like interest, there's like weird school districting things. So, like, some neighborhoods aren't under, don't fall under like Los Angeles, the Los Angeles public school system, and they're like their own mini school system. And because, like, generally Los Angeles public schools aren't great, but then like there's these like small pockets of schools that are good because and they're those like neighborhoods are like much more expensive to live in i don't know mm. okay that yeah just, like made me think of that so maybe that's partially why mm-hmm. that could be completely wrong but <laughs> <laughs> yeah so if you know anything about this like tweet us and correct us but yeah um yeah it seems like maybe that 
like in Los Angeles, those unincorporated areas, um, f- like are governed by the county government, but they're not, uh, governed. They don't have their own local governments. So. Yeah, and I mean, so in Veronica Mars, when really they were trying to incorporate Neptune, they were, like, taking these rich areas in Neptune and making them their own city with their own government and their own police force. So that's my very basic so understanding of, of the, what that means. But in Riverdale, it's kind of unclear what this all means. Essentially, it seems like they're just going to lose a lot of funding, especially for, like, schools and roads and, like, general things like that. And so one of the big concerns is that because Riverdale is unincorporated, like the public school wouldn't receive any a lot. They would receive a lot less funding. So, but now they're private, so it's fine. But other things, it's not good. So, yeah, like I'm I sure, mean, like this is just going to add to Riverdale falling into disrepair. Yeah, I mean the the article I was reading is like unincorporated. It might sound like an unincorporated area is just like totally lawless like everyone's running free and that's really not what it is but i can imagine that like that's unincorporated the, riverdale is just gonna be that's anarchy. how riverdale is interpreting <laughs> interpreting it basically it just means that the local whichever um local gang is has the most power in the town becomes the government so it yeah. seems like maybe the ghoulies or the serpents who, who knows exactly hopefully it's the serpents yeah but. So, and then the other thing that they find, they decide in this moment is that they're all going to be, or they announce is that all of them are going to be teachers, which will be interesting. So I guess they're all like going to be teachers at the school. It'll be fun. Yeah. But like, how are they just going to like start teaching? Oh, and then also another thing is that the private school is going to be open to everyone. Like it doesn't cost any money. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, that's that's an important detail. So... That's how they yeah. can do that. And also hire like, them Oh my god, like, you're privatizing Riverdale High? Um, but it's like not really but... private. I mean, or it is. No, it definitely is. But it's like <laughs> still open to everybody. They just like have less restrictions basically. But also Hiram is like at one point offers Tony a job at Stonewall Prep and offers every single person at Riverdale High a scholarship to Stonewall Prep. Which I didn't exactly understand why, but clearly he doesn't want Riverdale High to be operating at this point. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, is that is that pretty much everything that happened? Yeah, I think so. I, uh, yeah, I don't. What's supposed to happen next episode? I feel like there's a few things that we're not looking forward to. Um, well, it seems like, like there it was a lot of stuff about Bargy. Oh. Oh, well, Jughead is now staying with Archie. So that'll be oh, fun. Oh, true. And oh, and then also Polly's probably got killed, so. <laughs> yeah. So Whatever. that's going to be great. <laughs> well, hopefully she didn't get killed because I still do kind of like Polly. And that I mean, Betty I does don't... not need more trauma. And those poor kids, like, oh yeah. I just I kind of hope she didn't get killed because it's just like gonna add a lot of. I feel like it's just unnecessary and it's gonna add a lot. Like I hope different... she like gets away, and then there's like okay, there there's like a new person targeting them, but at least they're not dead. You know. Well, 
yeah, I prefer if they just kind of focused on saving Riverdale rather than catching a serial killer, but But at this point, it's it's on brand for there to be a serial killer. It's like they can't not do that. So, anyway, that was episode five. Was that episode five? Yeah, The Homecoming. Yeah. Um... Who knows what will happen next? We'll hopefully be back next week. Um, please tweet us your thoughts at Pop Pops Pop Culture on Twitter and Instagram. You can find us there too. Send us an email at popsandpopculture at gmail.com. Uh, make sure to rate us and review us on Apple Podcasts. Um, and subscribe to us on Spotify if that's where you listen. And we'll be back next week. Uh, bon week.